it's happy rainbow fun time back and better than ever we are loud and proud webtoon lovers and we don't care who knows it yo 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 welcome to happy rainbow fun time it's katie and elizabeth what a cute little new song katie thanks man i'm like actually a musical genius no one knew well you did fuck around and make little tiny bops for us when we first started and didn't know what content to make i miss that i miss okay. a little little bop we're, we're missing the katie bops i guess i can i can come up with some more bops um i'm gonna i'm great at a jingle yes um, i feel like yes, i might have like missed a calling of just um jingling no, you're um, so young. There's still plenty of time. There's so much time, actually. Like when I when I like joke about like I missed a calling, I I think back to it's a Rain Wilson um interview where he's talking about like, you know, everyone's so stressed in their 20s about like what they're gonna do and they haven't figured out like their life's calling by 21. Like your 20s is like a dress rehearsal for life. Like your 20s is <laughs> when you're figuring your shit out. And like you might not even figure your shit out until you're in your like late 30s. Like it's okay. You can reinvent yourself or try something new, like at any point in time. And like, that's okay. And anytime I'm like feeling really shitty about being like, I don't know what I want to do with my life, or I haven't tried this thing that I should try. I like voice acting. Um, I think back to this old Rain Wilson quote where it's just like, your, your 20s, it just try shit. And even if you don't try shit, even if you're just like, depressed for half of your 20s like that's also okay because like there's still time <laughs> you have to call out house right there damn I'm sorry um <laughs> it's, it's okay i was making like dead jack dad jokes right. like all day <laughs> yesterday and people were like definitely uncomfortable by how funny it was and i was like i know i'm getting really good at this y'all yeah and, no like, me too. so good about simultaneously like loving and hating on my mom while also talking about my dead dad it's like <sighs> wild um so like that comedy that stand-up moment it's coming I just like I was told that the joke that I told was like my tight five and I can only remember half of it <laughs> hey it'll come out you let surface I was watching or I was watching I was looking at pictures on Instagram and Althea Delwich is doing stand-up and I'm jealous and I love it for her also I'm just like yes. she's good she's so good I saw, she, I saw one of her clips and I was like damn girl like you're it, funny too. I did I did see her um like suggestions from I was like Taylor Tomlinson they're like I'm trying to get into comedy like what's your best recommendation she's like don't film yourself for three years like don't film it and like don't film it and post it got it for three years like wait mm -hmm. to post anything for three years because like you're not funny <laughs> Damn, girl. good advice uh, or like and I think it was more of like you're not funny consistently and you're still figuring it out and I'm like okay fine um Max is always like it took seven years I'm like bitch I can do it in three um <laughs> major parental death speeds up that process let me tell you um but I will I'm gonna talk about the thing real quick that I was gonna talk about in Claire Lore and just didn't get to and then I'll let you talk about your thing Claire Lore if y'all don't remember is our exclusive content tier on Patreon where you get to hear Katie and I talk shit and it's like much more NSFW for yeah. five dollars a month that's yeah five dollars a month you get about four a month of uh extra content mm -hmm. but um I have been talking about this fucking bike trip forever and people keep asking me how far it is and I'm like oh, I think it's like 3,000 miles 
and people are like holy shit that's insane and I was like I know and then I looked at a fucking map yesterday (laughs) (laughs) not three thousand oh my god that's like Houston to Washington DC it is um, maybe like one and a half it is Canada border to Mexico border which is what I originally was thinking about doing but I'm actually doing Mexico border to just south of San Francisco which rounding up is like almost 600 which is like which is like I do I have excursions and there's like extra miles put in because I have Mm -hmm. to like get around shit so I keep quoting people three and so I'm actually I had a co- co-worker ask me about it last night I'm gonna message them and be like so I'm feeling really dumb because I looked at a map yesterday but this is where I actually got these numbers from and they're gonna be like oh haha that's so funny like you did not have to explain it to me but I don't want it like getting out that <laughs> Katie's going on a 3,000 mile bike trip by herself and then someone to be like actually fact check me and you're like you dumb bitch I'm like yes you're not wrong you <laughs> I mean it's me dumb bitch who's never looked at a map like oh <laughs> uh, that was so unexpected no how far my bike trip is it's gonna be like about six-ish hundred miles give or okay. take probably mostly take um it's gonna be probably a little less than that but not three thousand miles because I in my defense I originally was like mm, maybe Canada um and then I was like mm, but wine tasting um <laughs> uh that was very unexpected but mm-hmm. nonetheless um my intro is a little short today i okay so valentine's day was great i requested off the holiday no loving couples in the restaurant no valentine's day blind tasting from the chef no backed up kitchen absolutely not any major holiday like that new year's and valentine's day are the absolute worst in my personal opinion uh but I had class that day and I was sitting in class and our teacher made a joke about like how how you weren't celebrating Valentine's Day but like you're celebrating yourself by investing in yourself and I was like oh corny cute whatever but then I sat with it (laughs) and I like didn't get struck by lightning or anything but I realized recently y'all that I really love who I am as a person, but I am not showing up for myself and I am not taking care of myself like someone who loves himself would. And that was like, it wasn't as sad, scary or sobering as some other shit that I've thought about, you know, in the first half of my depressive twenties. Um, but like, it was still a little sad because I have lots of people who talk to me frequently about how they're like, wow, you're so comfortable in your skin. You're so confident. First of all, it's all a lie. <laughs> Second of all, it's just practice. And third of all, oh man, I'm so uh, good at taking care of other people and not myself. And that's so fucked up. And like Katie and I could Claire Lord deep cut, like analyze that shit and go back to probably like religious roots and our parents and generational trauma, but we don't have time for that today. So Catholic guilt. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks mom. My yes, we're just realizing things and we're trying to be really nice about them. Um, so that's my Valentine's Day uh epiphany that I'm sharing with y'all to maybe like 
I'm not saying don't do self-care. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is maybe just analyze what you're doing for self-care and your coping mechanisms. There's a lot of memes running around the internet about like coping mechanisms that like aren't real coping mechanisms. And I just feel like the goal is similar to a therapist and that you want to like level up and level out. Like you want to get up and get out of your old coping mechanisms and get into better ones. Like, yeah. Yeah. I um, did like a fitness challenge at the beginning of the year. And one of the things that they did was like a mindset reset on Sundays. And it was like a six week thing. And each week you had like a different like mental challenge in addition to your like three workouts a week or whatever. And um, one of the weeks was um, being kind to yourself. (sighs) Sometimes being kind to yourself means you have to do something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes your body needs you to go outside for a walk, even though all you want to do is be like in your bed underneath your covers, like reading mm-hmm. comics. Like sometimes the best thing that you can do to be kind to yourself is something that just like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. In the moment. And that's in the, thing. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, holy crap, like drinking this gallon of water today, like actually changed my life. (laughs) Like I peed a ton, but like my skin feels clear. My stomach doesn't hurt. Like I had a regular bowel movement, like holy shit, quite literally. Like (laughs) it's like forms of self-love I think people oftentimes are like oh am I being selfish and it's like be a little selfish but also like push yourself to love yourself because it's hard it is hard damn everyone every day is telling us not to love yourself to buy this thing to make yourself happy because it's gonna work my last thing as we come up on like 30 seconds left of this segment you and I used to regularly just like have dance parties, just like, and they were like almost always like a self love song. That yeah. fucking song where it was like, I love me and I love and myself. I love myself and I don't need like, anybody else. Haley Steinfeld. Wow. Like, what that's like, and like silent, we got to the point where we were like, we fucking can't listen to this song mm-hmm. ever again. But when you were talking about like loving yourself and like caring for yourself, I was like, fuck when was the last time you had a dance party dude because like I feel like a dance party is an act of self-love you're so right you're so so wise so wise in my (laughs) 27 years Um, we're learning four seasons in we're doing better y'all so this is your reminder to love yourself um and we'll be back with webcomic corner Comic corner webcomic corner the part where we talk about comics Hello. This week, the comic that I chose um, is called Suhi Zero uh, by BD Mood. Uh, This comic is a slice of life. It is uh, a daily pass, but there are um, 14 or 15 episodes out at this point. Updates every Saturday. I almost started reading this and then I was pissed that it was a daily pass. (laughs) Didn't read it. So I think it'll be worth it. Daily passes are really frustrating for anyone who doesn't remember. You get one episode a day that unlocks at a certain period of time, and then it resets um, every 24 hours. This comic is about um, internet broadcasting and video, like internet streaming, video streaming, um, and the 
dark and light sides of it. Um, so Suhi is an average office worker. Her boss seems to hate her and she shoulders the burden of looking after her two younger siblings and aging father. After making an impromptu appearance on her brother's live stream, Suhi discovers her potential as an internet broadcaster. To improve her fi family's financial situation, she dives into the exciting yet mysterious world of internet fame as fans and industry figures show support for her. Her new career seems promising, but is everything too good to be true? Can Suhi lift her family out of poverty and change her life? Ooh, so we are, or I am at least nine episodes into the series already out of the like 14, 15 that are out. Um, a lot has happened in the first few episodes. You meet um, Suhi's dad that lives with them. You learn about the mom's backstory who does not live with them. Um, she actually left the family. You can find out the reasons why. Um, Suhi's the older sister, the main character. She comes on her brother Youngmin's uh, internet live stream. She's grabbing him for dinner. The internet watchers see her, comment in the chat, tell her that she's super beautiful, ask who she is. Youngmin wants exposure on his channel, right? So, of course, his nuna is on there. Um, and then he's kind of conflicted about it. So he talks to his friend who seems to be this like middle school, because I think they're still in middle school, middle school, like internet aficionado. And so his friend's like, bro, this is how you get like more of the market segment, like talking on the school bench about this like internet stream. He's like, you got to ride the wave of popularity, like bring her onto your show. And then you can like make sure that you're cemented in history or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Yo, getting impression share is very difficult. It takes a very out strategy in many channels, but having a hot chick in your videos does not hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like regular looking. He's not like hot. He's a middle schooler. I don't even think he's gone through puberty. I don't think he's in high school, but I'll double check. Um, and then Sujong. You're hot in middle school. You're a middle schooler. You're like, um, yes. Um, Sujong, the younger sister, is seems like uh, maybe in the single digits, like seven, eight, or nine. And she's, you can see her perched over her brother's shoulder and watching the live stream and reacting. And then she also comes on uh, with her sister when her sister makes a new channel. So the younger brother gets upset. Um, Suhi decides to make her own channel. Uh, it gets pretty popular, but she has no research or experience in doing this. So she like loses a lot of her followers on a live stream because she keeps dancing and she's not reading the comments. She's just like dancing in a room and everyone's like, you're not listening to us. What are you doing? And her brother's like, what are you doing? You don't understand etiquette. And she's like, what is going on? Um, so it's interesting to see the generational divide between the older sister doing um, internet broadcasting and the younger brother, because everything's a little bit more intuitive to him. Um, honestly, my eyebrows are up to my hairline when I saw the younger sister in both the live streams. So I think that's going to be part of the plot. And if it's not, then I guess wrong, but I have a hunch. I just have a hunch that, um, she's going to show up some more. I think that, um, or the dad got, uh, an accident or sick. And so she has, a lot of financial burden. Um, Homegirl is really going through it. Her boss hates her, like the summary mentioned, and she has a boyfriend who's reluctant to let her live stream. Um, and so there's a lot of different little setups for drama and conflict. Um, that being said, the themes, or that being said, when I um, read my episode today, I got a uh, mature warning pop-up, which I've seen a lot more on the website, just like 
as something to bring up, I think, on the podcast, which is great. I think it's great. I think giving a heads up between like before comics that have darker shit's important. Um, yeah, so you'll definitely find internet harassment and bullying as uh, content in this comic. There is a news report of an internet broadcaster who committed suicide in the first uh, episode, so it's on the radio, and Suhi and her boyfriend hear about it, so I'm sure that's foreshadowing some sort of terrible thing to happen to this woman. She's dealing with internet trolls. One of her, you get introduced to a stalker pretty early on. Um, it seems like a, I don't want to say classic setup for like beautiful girl on the internet meets stalker who like kills her. Cause you and I have definitely read some comics where that happens. Um, I think it's going to be a little different. She's been approached by a entertainment company. Um, so we're at the beginning of her, uh, relationship with a potential entertainment company, like in true beauty, finding an agent to help make content, help push content, help make connections for influencers will help. Suhi's channel skyrockets. So if you're kind of interested in a slow burn, um, more like real life horror, if you uh, like dysfunctional family dynamics, I would definitely say um, some people like that shit. I would say check this guy out. Um, it is called Suhi Zero. So S-U-H-E-E is the main character's name with a zero added. And that is her username for the live stream. And it's the title of the comic. Um, the art style is simpler, um, more like a line art style with some shading, colors pretty muted. Um, it gives me cheese in the trap. If you like this, are you looking for recommendations? You may also like Viral Hits, My Dud to Stud Boyfriend, um, and the only one I've read on this list, Principal's Livestream, which is very silly. It's a principal and a student end up working on a live stream together. There's gang members involved that also want to live stream because they want to be personalities. It's very, very goofy. Um, but it talks about real like internet broadcasting uh, problems that the streamers run into. That's a huge, like internet streaming broadcasting is a huge theme we've seen in web comics emerging like what the past year at least, if not year and a half. Um, with the rise popularity of Twitch and whatnot, I think it's interesting to see it in the webcomics reflected coming from like South Korean webcomics specifically. Hmm. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, I had seen those pop up as a recommendation and I was very interested. I've also seen like the mature series warning come up. I started reading a, a canvas that I'll talk about later. It's actually being switched to original after like 19 episodes, but um yeah I'm like okay whatever they established the story I guess that it was like a rejected prompt they like submitted uh. it somewhere else and it got rejected and they were like fuck it we're gonna upload it to webtoon um but like every single episode it's like contains adult stuff like your your discretion advised and like nothing's really happened so far and I'm like oh my god like what is going to happen because the author has like really been like you should not read this if you were under 18 like suggestive content warning and I was like what's about to happen and then I think like what happened with let's play and the censorship that went into that I'm like what they were partially removed because of like not being allowed to do the sexy time stuff as much or like being considered explicit and I'm like I read a comic recently where like the guy for sure went down on somebody and I was like 
oh this is like really surprising like it wasn't like totally shown but I was like they just like had a sex scene (laughs) yeah heavily heavily implied what is is this happening more and I think that's like perfectly fine as so long as it's not like well this comic can do a sex scene but this one can't Mm -hmm. um so um yeah I'm really interested to see like how that all is changing with like the content warnings Mm -hmm. and mature content and like how this is all working but webtoons like been i don't want to say younger slanted but younger slanted for a long time when you and i started at least yeah well and like think of how long we've been on the app like their user base is aging so Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense that their policies might be maturing with their audience which is now ranging from probably they're still getting young folk in it but now they have like people in their late 20s people probably in their early 30s like reading all of these things like Mm -hmm you can't just like keep crunching out high school dramas forever like you need to <laughs> no they still do they, i don't know how they do they still, still do but um there i'm seeing a little bit more variety in in terms of the content but i have i promised i would talk about this comic um last week and i'm like embarrassed to talk about it but i don't care i like binged it you can binge this one you guys there's like okay. six episodes um so and it's still it's still coming out it updates every Sunday it's called my in-laws are obsessed with me uh, original work is by Han Yoon Seoul and the adaption is by Sung Jung-gu? Sung-gu I know that's not how you say the G but Sung-gu um, and it is one of those it's like the thing that we talked about where it's like almost seems like fan fiction like it's like a it's like almost yeah like a fan fiction style and it Mm -hmm. is one of those things where I'm sure they could have done a better title that would have been less cheesy but here we are but that's kind of like the theme of the entire thing um okay (laughs) um so Parasati Jahart is a count's daughter who got remarried after her mother's passing when her father died he left her all his fortune then Parasati's greedy stepmother and stepsister conspire with her lover to kill her. However, under mysterious circumstances, Parasati is brought back to life and travels back in time before her murder. Oh, be gone. Sorry, I'm getting like notifications from work. Close window. Um, <clears throat> travels back in time before her murder. To buy some time before getting her revenge, Persetti visits the handsome yet notorious Grand Duke, Thirdio Lapilion. These words are so hard. To marry him. She, she comes to this duke to marry him. During her visit, she uncovers a horrifying secret of his family. How will Persetti deal with it? Will she be able to take her revenge? Okay, you guys. Um, so I'm going to try to not talk really past. Actually, no, I don't care. Um, Okay, so bitches, bitches dad's dad. No, that's not nice to say about her. She's very sweet, actually. She's like a really kind character. So her her father dies. She is like leaning on her stepmother and stepsister, who she's known like since she was like six or something. She has this boyfriend who like seems amazing. He proposes to her. They get married really quickly, and then they murder her. Um, within like two months, my dad. They murder her within like two months and it turns out that like he had been he is actually like interested in her stepsister and they're not really lovers and they were just 
married so that he could get his knight status and they could take her money. Um, so she is quite literally like dying in like severe pain and um, they, they say that she's been cursed or something and then she gets like smothered by her stepmother and dies. And she wake up, she wakes up from this dream and it's two months prior, she's burying her father and she and her step-sibling, her stepmom, her lover, like, are all around her. And the lover proposes. And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and, she's, not <laughs> and she's trying to figure out, like, if she's crazy. Like, part of her, she's like, I'm crazy. And then the other part of her is like, I need to protect myself. How can I protect myself? So she goes to this duke who is she knows is being pursued by a princess and she's like I know you don't want to marry this woman I just need a year I just need a year to like figure some shit out I'll marry you for a year and (laughs) he's like the fuck is this bitch like absolutely not um they and she like grabs him and she's like no please like we need to talk this out like this will the, I need your help and she has this ring on and it cuts him and at some at, there's like a whatever happens she ingests the blood and uh, dies uh? and wakes up being buried in a ditch so this wasn't the dream this was the dream no, like she it wasn't a she dies again Jesus. and wakes up being da- buried in a ditch by the duke and his like workers and you can hear them being like she's so young like I can't believe this is happening and she's like the fuck you're trying to kill me and he was like oh shit she's alive turns out his family has poisonous blood and it will kill anyone who if it gets into a wound or it gets like ingested in any way it'll kill you sometimes even just like being near it like being near an open wound can make you sick um okay so she's the first person that this family's ever met that isn't impacted by their blood and he's like so did she die? Or did she pass out? Do we know? We know. I will. Oh, I'm going to give you guys okay. all the spoilers. I have three minutes to give you guys spoilers. Um, so they do a rushed wedding and he is like, I want to study contract. Okay. One year I get to study your blood for a year. Um, you do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you need to do. Um, and it turns out. And so there's like the heir to the throne or the heir to the dukedom is, um, the duchy whatever he is the nephew of the current grand duke um there's like he the duke has been trying to protect him from like hurting anyone where where, thereby like hurting himself and so there's like all this back and forth and you realize that like they all really love each other and they're just bad at communicating because they're all just like scared of hurting people and like all the family finds out that she is immune to the blood and they're like how when she finally was like is any are you guys selling your blood as poison and they're like how dare you say that about us and like make this accusation like if this isn't true you're fucked 
um and essentially somebody was mm, and, she microdosing um she had been killed by the blood the first time that uh. was her curse and there's something about they're still trying to figure it out but there's something about consuming the sold blood they don't know what it is if it was like the way it was stored or because like it wasn't directly like one hand to one mouth mm. if you consume it you get sent back in time you die and get sent back in time because there's another person who this happened to Ooh. they realize that there's another person that this happened to and she's noticing like timelines changing she mm. notices the timeline is changing and she's like there's some there's like a greater picture going on behind all of this and um we're still they're still all figuring out and that is my time and that is my update on um my in-laws are obsessed with me i'd updates every sunday you may also like my throne um another weird title one is leveling up my husband to the max and then one that elizabeth i believe you're reading is tricked into becoming the heroine stepmother mm-hmm. um that is, those are the suggested may also like I really like it I binged it last weekend like I just spent the entire day just reading this comic because it was so like fun like and the characters all have something likable about the characters which I really love is when there's likable characters um and there's like you're learning about the like magic we don't know if there's other magic but there's at least this one curse um and yeah it's it's a good one so that is my in-laws are obsessed with me the art is beautiful it's great so wow i'm just subscribed you sold me (laughs) yay yay success i will also read uh suhi zero yes catch y'all later Bye. bye